0: Hey, what's up, podcast listeners? Welcome back to another edition of Aspiration Athletics Podcast, your one-stop shop for fitness professionals, fitness enthusiasts, anyone in the fitness space who's looking to learn more about the body, more about how we can better optimize our training to see results. Um, So we love... Creating value in this show, and I want to go outside our typical means of execution talking about fitness topics and kind of dive into something a little different. I had the pleasure this past week of being part of the Chamber of Commerce meeting within the historic district of Springfield, Tennessee, uh, which my partner and I are running Evoke Gym. Um, so That was a a really great opportunity. I got a chance to sit around all of the local business owners within this small town of Springfield, as well as uh, be a part of a conference that they had guest speaker Lisa Arnold, who is a marketing strategist and owns her own marketing agency within uh, Springfield. So her marketing agency is called Small Town Startup. Um, She did a wonderful job. Uh, breaking down social media strategy, how we can stand out, not just as fitness professionals, which is the uh, dimension that I'm going to be capturing today, but just as business owners, as individuals. And I think this will help shed a lot of light on how you can execute content creation in your own craft, in your own industry, and add your own little touch to it so that you can bring awareness to your brand, bring awareness to your mission, and really represent yourself the way that you want to in this growing world of interconnectivity and social media. So without further ado, this is Lisa Arnold in her conference discussing marketing strategy.
1: If you don't know who that person is, the person who buys from you the most, the person who is most attracted to your services, if you don't know who that is, you need to stop everything you're doing with marketing and figure that out first because that's going to determine what your messaging is. going to determine what platforms you're on or you're not on if you're going after um you know an affluent woman who is 55 plus you probably don't want to be on tiktok right that's not exactly where they are um so as you think about this and as we walk through this presentation i want you to remember that you are marketing to a specific person you can even give that person a name right at small town startup it's sally small town And Sally Smalltown is 35 to 45. She started a business. She's excited about it, but there are parts of it that she is able to admit that she doesn't know. She is open-minded enough to take a class and to have other people be around her. And they know that that she doesn't know what she's taking the class about. That's who she is. And whenever we market, we market to Sally's startup, okay? So that's how you should be putting your user persona into your marketing every single day. The other thing that you need to think about is what is your unique selling proposition? What makes you different than your competition? What is there about your business that stands out in a way that your competition cannot stay, say the same, say the same? The biggest part about this is truly knowing yourself and knowing your top 2 competitors. Because you cannot come out and be the same company that the person is down the street and assume, oh gosh, well they're always so busy I can just siphon off some of their customers and make some money. That's never the case. People come to you because you're unique. They want to be around you. You have a humongous advantage compared to corporations because your face, your image, your personality can be part of your brand. Large corporations can't really say that without getting through massive amount of red tape. Okay, so I want you to really think about that. So have those two things as you go into any marketing plan, whether it's digital marketing, traditional, whatever it may be, what is it about me that is special? And who exactly is my ideal customer? Who's that person that's repeating over and over and over again, how do I get more people like them? Now we need to know what we're working with. Now that we have an idea of who our customer is, and it can be right down, like I said, to age, gender, whatever it may be, we have to find out where we need to be. Because the worst advice someone could give you is like, oh, you just you need to be on social media. You absolutely need to be on social media. What the heck does that even mean? Right? If you don't know who you're going after, you could be on the wrong platform, and of course that's going to be deflating every single time you post and get zero engagement. Right? So we want to look at the statistics. So Facebook, pretty even split of men and women. 75% of people that live in an urban setting will be on Facebook. 58% of people that live in a rural setting will be on Facebook. This is going to be the highest platform for a rural setting. So if you're going after more rural folks, if you're going outside of the historic district of Springfield, Facebook is probably going to be where you want to be. I often come into working with clients and they'll say, well, you know, I hear Facebook's dying. And I'm like, um, no it's not actually it's growing really steadily in fact Facebook owns Instagram so if you're really getting into that type of microcosm it's growing significantly when we look whoo, there we go when we look at Instagram again that even split you can see that massive drop in rural right so if you're going after urban or suburban Instagram is great. Instagram is great if you have the content for it as well because remember, this is a highly visual platform. Facebook is king for all types of platforms or all types of content. You can really, really work that. With Instagram, your imagery and your video has to be on point. Your ability to be consistent on the platform has to be on point. Um, When we look at the age brackets for Instagram, we're looking at the, you know, highest demographic being 18 through 29. We still have a decent amount of 65-year-olds on Instagram plus, but um, when you're looking at this as a whole, if you're going after someone who is maybe urban in in an urban or suburban setting and are between the ages of 18 and 49, Instagram is a pretty safe bet, okay? Twitter. Twitter is going to be, believe it or not, a more affluent market uh, when it comes to purchasing. You can actually do more conversions on Twitter than you think you can. In fact, Cinnabon's biggest marketing spend was on Twitter because they knew that they could instantly convert people on that. Um, But when you're looking at this, you're looking at your biggest segment, it's going to really be that 18 through 29. Second is going to be 13 through 17. So it might be a younger market that you're going after there. Um, So, really quickly, I want to talk about algorithms because everyone talks about algorithms, and I think it's important for you to know exactly what they are. Algorithms are nothing more than the way that a computer solves a problem for you, so it's a process or a set of rules that the computer follows to solve a problem. We as programmers, or as computer developers, create the algorithms, and so when you look at what the algorithms are for different social media platforms, you'll immediately figure out why. So for example, on Facebook, you have an algorithm that its goal is to create meaningful interactions among its users. That's not likes, but we're also obsessed with how many likes we get, right? That's like our big thing. Well, gosh, this post didn't get any likes. Yeah, but it got like eight comments, and people were having conversations about it. Um, So that's one thing that you really have to be aware of is Facebook has shifted. Yes, likes and shares used to be the biggest metric to follow. No more. It is now meaningful attractions. You know what's gonna boost your posts? Conversations happening on it. So the one thing that I would suggest to you is if you post something and nothing happens on it for the first 15 minutes, it's going to be painful, but I need you to delete it. It's okay. Wait a little while, put up something else. You have to remember, social media was never created to be an advertising venue. It drives me bonkers when I hear people say, oh, I put a social ad up. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. how much did you spend on that? And they're like, no, no, like I just posted a post. And I'm like, no, 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 you started a conversation. That's what you did. Ad spends on social media are a real thing. We do it all the time through small town startup. But for the most part, a lot of people in this room, primarily, you're just trying to get your engagement up. You're trying to get that organic engagement up. When we look at Instagram, okay, the algorithm is to surface the best and most relevant content to each user. So every single person in this room has a different Instagram feed. If you really like cats, you're probably going to see a lot of cat videos, right? If you really like looking at luxury homes all the time, you're probably going to see more of those. Whatever you're interacting with is what's going to show up. So the biggest thing is, you know, Hannah, you have a big right? So Hannah's Bakery. I look at baked goods on social media all the time because that's just who I am as a person. Um, And so for me, when I go on Instagram, Hannah is typically one of the first things that I see through her social media. And I see the other bakeries in town too, because I've interacted with like images. It's great because it's going to attract people who are interested in your content. If you do not have a lot of engagement right now on Instagram, it's because you're not posting what people want. And I know that it sounds really mean, but it's the truth. The first question I always get when I ask this, or when I tell people this, is, well then, how do I know what people want? Y'all have customers, right? You could just ask them. You, we don't have to like completely separate social media from talking to a person in person. That is the biggest misconception, I think. So you could literally send out an email and ask people, or when you're on a phone or have a customer at your counter, hey, what, what do you wanna see more of on social media? What would be interesting to you? Get that feedback, right? Start that feedback loop, because it's super important. You need to be talking to your customers all the time anyways, because chances are what they wanna see on social media is what they want in your store as well. So it's kind of a, a 2 prong uh, approach. Right. People do not buy products or services. Sorry, they don't. They buy relationships, they buy stories, they buy magic, right? When they're getting on social media, you're not there to browse through the bargain browser and find an ad and then go and run off with that ad. You're there to be engaged. You are looking primarily at your friend's posts, right? And you're engaging with those posts. Cute little kid picture. Someone got married. Someone bought a new house. These are all things that you're commenting on, right? But then why are we as brands acting completely different and just putting up like 50% off? (laughs) Come on, guys, you know, like it's so obvious how we need to be interacting. So, what I want to show first is getting personal. So, there's Miss Donna. Oh <laughs> but let's talk first about two different ways to get personal because I bring this up and people become like, oh, I don't want a picture of me on social media. I don't really know what I'm going to do. But the bottom line is when we post pictures of Donna or we post videos of her talking, we get upwards of six, seven hundred views on those videos a pop. It takes her two minutes to do them. And then when we post pictures of her celebrating things that she's proud of or that she's achieved, we get upwards of 300 likes on social media. We get dozens, 93 comments. Okay? That's a big deal. Now, you're not comfortable talking about yourself or promoting yourself, that's fine. Not that Matt Richardson isn't comfortable with me putting him out there, but what we do on premium food delivery is we have started to feature the restaurateurs. They are the driving force behind premium food delivery. We wouldn't, there wouldn't be premium food delivery if there weren't the restaurants, right? So we put out this post of, um, you probably know Doug and Lisa. They're just incredible people to begin with, like hard stop. But we uh, put out a post about them. We talked about how they're just so welcoming whenever you go in there. You always see Doug. He's like running around to every single table, making sure everyone is having a wonderful time. He also is an incredible advocate for multiple um, organizations around town. And we just put it out there. 136 likes, 24 comments, four shares. I mean, people are super excited. Did we plug that? Yeah, it was on Monday. It was freezing cold when we were having those flurries, right, so we said, listen, let us bring like the warmth of the depot to you, and here's your, your life to get started. But that is being personal, too. But Matt's not on there. Matt Richards, he owns Premium Fidelity. He's not on there, right? But it's still personal. We're not just saying, hey, come order from us. The end, right? <clears throat> so that's a way to be personal. Now, I want to talk to you really quickly about growing your audience, because that's something that I think that people often wonder. You know, I'm doing all these things, Lisa, but I'm still not growing. What's going on? First and foremost, if you're not engaging on your social media outside of posting, you will not grow. That is just the bottom line. You need to be, and engaging is not just liking other stuff. It is commenting meaningful comments. It is not, nice pick. It is not, this is cool. It is asking questions about the content. Because here's the thing. Oh, it's also, it's also, not emojis, okay, y'all? said to Carly, Carly, I really love the color of your shirt, and Carly just looked at me and gave me a heart, (laughs) I don't know that I would compliment her again, (laughs) you know, it would just be another awkward exchange that I probably want to avoid, so think about that, social media is just a conversation, can we all start acting like humans on it again, okay, so that's one thing that's really big, the other thing is, it's okay to go and find like audiences, Experience Springfield can be your playground. Go for it. I run it. It's fine. I'm not going to be upset. You can go on Experience Springfield uh, Instagram page, and you can follow everyone that follows it. You can follow everyone that likes the post because they're highly engaged people, and also they're incredibly cool. Like, the people that follow Experience Springfield are probably the coolest people in Springfield. Um, they are like they're the hype men and women of this town. And if you don't believe me, go on there and look at the comments. We have had what Jordan, maybe one negative comment in three years. I don't even remember that one. And it's like yeah, it's unbelievable the community that we have curated. They are loving and kind and super stoked. Anyone does anything and it's amazing. You want those people you in your corner Take a court. Picture of a tree, and they're like, "That's the most beautiful, beautiful thing tree." I I <laughs> <laughs> I'm still wondering when someone's gonna get sick of me posting like pictures of the courthouse with the sunset behind it. But it's still, very still very so good. far, <laughs> so far, so good. Um, but these are like, you know, 3,500 of my best friends, and they're just the coolest. Go and follow them. Make them feel good with a the follow. They'll follow you right back. And you could be each other's hype men and women because you're going to engage with them, right? That's how it's going to be. But that's how small towns grow and evolve. We support one another. And that's the most beautiful part of small towns, right? We can do it digitally. We can do it in person with our dollars. When we do that in conjunction with one another is when we really thrive.
0: Mm.
1: Now, I want you to break up with vanity metrics. That is the last big piece of advice I'm going to leave you with. Please stop worrying about likes. I feel like I can end the conversation and just walk out the door. But please (laughs) please stop worrying about likes. Instead, this is what I want you to worry about. Comments, conversations, shares. Yes, it's still important to have that earned media. Reviews are huge. Please be responding to every single review. A like is not enough. User-generated content. Someone else is posting about you. I want you to repost that. It would be better, quite frankly, if you don't post with the repost app. I have done this and experimented with it, and my engagement is like 60% less when I use the Repost app, which is interesting. So how do you get around that? Screenshot the post, post what you wanna post, you know, whatever your caption is, use the little camera emoji, colon, username. You'll see it, if you go on Experience Brickfield, you'll see how I do it. Um, That gets significantly more engagement for me. Um, So you might wanna try that. And then, of course, sales, right? I told you yes. It primarily is a branding exercise, but if you're, not, if you're not pushing sales through social media, if you're not seeing people come in and say, oh, I saw you on social media, or you know, I had my friend was talking about you on social media, or I read your reviews, whatever it may be, you've got to rethink your content strategy. Now-
0: so hopefully you guys found some value out of uh, some of the points she was making in this conference here. You know, as fitness professionals, as business owners alike, we've got to really become personal with our target audience, with the people that we're looking to connect with. Bottom line, folks, we're shifting towards a time where we need to be not only connected with the individual, but showing that we care for them and also creating value. Uh, No longer can we just throw ads in people's face and not treat them like a person, If you want somebody to be a lifelong customer and you really want them to support your message, your why, and what you represent, you've gotta support them. So finding ways that you can create value, finding ways that you can uh, solidify a connection and build rapport with the people that you are trying to serve, and how you do that is best identifying who your target audience is, who is that individual uh, based off of the cumulative population that you're serving, if you were to put all those people together and you were to put all of those ages together, what would be the person that is identified to you as your target market avatar? Who's that person that you're spreading this message to? Again, like Lisa pointed out in the very beginning of this video, helping you identify your target audience and the people that you are adjusting the content you're creating towards will help you navigate everything else as part of your business plan and part of your execution. Uh, just in my personal experience, having the opportunity to sit in on this conference, listen to many others uh, in this space like Gary Vaynerchuk talk about social media marketing and how we can create a presence and a real presence in Uh, make real change and facilitate that by representing a message that allows us to connect deeper with the individuals that we're servicing. Um, So just a lot of great stuff here, you guys. I hope that you were able to find something valuable out of this episode. Uh, If you enjoy the podcast and you enjoy this episode specifically, please drop a donation. It really helps us uh, continue to make valuable content and bring on guest speakers and do really fun things like this. Um. So thanks, guys, for supporting the channel. Uh, please tune in to my other media platforms, YouTube, Aspiration Athletics, Instagram, at Aspiration Athletics, and Facebook, Aspiration Athletics. I'm on just about every media platform, and I'm really looking forward to building my base and helping provide uh, more means of content to you guys um, so that you can see firsthand what it looks like to provide value um, and, and just share that energy right? So let's continue to build our profiles. Let's continue to connect with individuals and create value. I'm wishing you the best in your ventures and never forget, aspire to inspire. See you next time.